to the NASDAQ Index. This is Nathaniel here with my friend Camden. How are you doing, Camden? I'm doing A-OK. Thanksgiving break is upon us, and uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. Nobody's raining on my parade today. <laughs> nice. Now that we're past Halloween, you can be a little more chipper. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that day. <laughs> you hated it. That was a, We made some great purchases that day, though. <laughs> Um, we have in our notes here, because we're going to be finishing up the Pacific Division today, and Camden wrote, do we have to talk about the Lakers? <laughs> what do you have to say about that, Camden? Uh, what do I have to say for myself? I mean, I suppose about the most winning team in the history of basketball, so maybe we, I guess maybe we should, but, yeah. you know, it's not something I'm excited about. Yeah, they do have three or four Hall of Fame players and, and Russell Westbrook, so probably should talk about that. JK, he's a Hall of Famer, even I admit that. <laughs> you also wanted to talk about Anthony Edwards. What do you have to say about Mr. Ant-Man? Well, he had a 48-point game not that long ago. I mean, I thought I was just, that just really impressed me. I think he's, he's a budding star, you know. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but uh, I just think he's, should not be overlooked. There's a lot of people that are starting to say that he's better than Lamelo. Yeah, I have heard that. I strongly disagree. I think, um, you know, we could talk about the 48 points, which I did see yesterday is the second most anyone scored this year. But then a few games later, he scored nine on the 12th, and then he scored nine again on the 15th. I heard a stat that he's taking the sixth most shots in the NBA. There's no way, there's no world in which he should be taking more shots than Cat at this point. Um, so I don't know. I think he's got a lot of potential, but I think there are a lot of warts still that people don't want to acknowledge. Well, this is only his second year here, so oh, I can't really dispute any of that. But uh, 48 points, <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. So I, I just think that there's a ton of potential there, and he's just going to keep getting better. But he needs to be more consistent, so I do agree with that. Yeah, I, I don't disagree that there's a lot of potential, but I think people are looking past the risk too. All right, so I have... A guessing game for you here. All right, bring we're, it. We're going to call this Whose Line Is It Anyway? Ooh, I like that. But not the uh, Drew Carey version. I'm going to give you a line, points, and rebounds, and assists. And I'll give you a big hint here. This was a couple of days ago. It was between the Rockets and the Oklahoma City Thunder. That was the game. Okay, so who do you okay. think from that game had this line? 34 points, 8 rebounds, and 2 assists. And a block. And a block. I'm strangely confident about this one. I think it was Lou Dort. Good job. That he's was been, it. <laughs> he's been on fire lately. He, I think he had another game like that soon afterward. I'm noticing. I mean, 34 points, that's uh, more than double what SGA scored that game. Yeah. You know, so he's a, I think we're he's gonna a good have, player. Yeah. I think we're going to have an episode where we go back through some of our picks and make revisions based on what we've seen so far this year. And I, I would be interested in discussing Lou Dort at that point because I think we kind of poo-pooed him or maybe we haven't even talked about them yet i'm not sure well i'm impressed that you got that so good job thank you oh i've got a topic that i sorely want to talk about um we occasionally on this podcast talk about fantasy basketball and so far this year camden's been kicking my rear end he's 24 and 12 for the season it's one of those leagues where you know each category is its own point in the standings uh, in the matchup. So Camden's 24 and 12, and I'm sadly seven, 17 and 19. And that's with several teams in our league being kind of dead teams that I think are just floating out there. <laughs> um, so that has been discouraging, but this is the important factor that I want you all to tune into. Camden and I are playing this week, and 
So far, going into Friday, I'm leading 7-2. to two. So I think it proves who's the better fantasy player is. I think that we should talk about the Lakers. I think I'd rather do that. <laughs> no, I but... wouldn't be surprised if this ends up being 4 or 5 in a couple days, unfortunately. <laughs> but for now, I'm feeling amazing on top well, of the fantasy world. Evan Mobley and Jared Allen are both out, and they've been killing it for me this year. I well, I knew those guys, guys would up. be injured. That's why I didn't pick them. Hey. No, I, I obviously didn't know anything. But... <laughs> All right. Link for me here. I'm <laughs> dreading this, but I see something about a steal of the week and a, and a big eBay link. Yeah. Do you want me to uh, click on that? Are, are you excited about this, to buy, to buy this? I'm, you know, You're to be honest, this segment, always, this segment always makes me nervous because I'm like, <laughs> how, do I, how do I sell this bit? Like, I can't just throw up every time. So, <laughs> all right, let's see what I can do. I'm clicking on it right now, Camden. Uh-huh. Oh, it, it's uh, sold things. So I can't see it very well, but it looks like it's a Russell Westbrook jersey from what team the lakers <laughs> i wish you had gone with like a rockets one or something <laughs> how many teams does that do been on? you know i gotta be honest this is a nice looking jersey i would never i would never buy it because of the person on it but i kind of like that his number is zero and it looks kind of cool you know there's this else, is this is the top sh- one you've had well this there's also a shirt that's well it's not even a card but there's a there's also a shirt uh, that says Russ on it in Lakers gold and purple. Has <laughs> oh, a zero beneath it. I see that as well. Uh, but you to, know, Lakers. You know, this isn't bad. It's not quite as like glaringly hideously yellow as some Lakers stuff. So it's actually kind of a fashionable looking jersey. And right. there's something probably kind of ironic about wearing a Westbrook Laser Lakers jersey. That's kind <laughs> of I could be into. All right. So it sounds like you've got a another steal of the week, right? That you wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. This kind of goes along with the fantasy thing. It's just continuing me kicking Camden's butt at things. So <laughs> last week or a few weeks ago, we discussed my Zach Levine uh, rookie select purple white PSA 9 that I had bought. I offered it as a thing for our podcast uh, and Camden rejected it. He said he thought population eight wasn't scarce enough for him. He um thought it was hideous i bought it for 85 dollars and 50 cents on november 1st and then on november 12th what can you read that number what did i sell it for camden 129 plus five dollars shipping so my when <laughs> once you take out ebay fees i got about 112 dollars. so basically a 27 dollar profit for 11 days worth of time a 31% return. I killed it, Camden. That could have been for our podcast, it but no. It could have been. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe it was the purple and the fact that, I don't know, at that point I was thinking, ah, Zach Levine, he's okay. But he's killing it this year, so good job. Uh, you were right. I was wrong. You're, right. That's going to be a continuing looking. mantra. You should actually, uh, <laughs> can you just pull that clip? Because we're going to be, we could just use that frequently. You could have a drop. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. All right, I'll see what I can do. I'm stupid. You're smart. I was wrong. You were right. You're the best. I'm the worst. Uh, you're very good looking. I'm not attractive. All right. <laughs> do you want to talk about our big uh, purchase we made the other day that we coordinated and discussed? Yeah, I was excited about this. Uh, we've got several. 2007 uh, Kevin Durant tops rookies and uh, they're they're all graded 
and um, so PSA 7s, PSA 8s, total we've spent $192. Um, yeah, let me run through the particulars since ahead. I was the one who made the purchases. Just for all the listeners out there, so far Camden and I have coordinated it where I make the purchases, but we consult on it and you know, then it comes from our general fund, but it seems easiest to have it all coming from one eBay account. Um, so anyway, uh, we got three of the Kevin Durant tops black rookies, like the actual tops rookie that are PSA sevens. Those usually sell for forty to fifty dollars. We got one of the one the white bordered ones that comes from that rookie set. Um, it's also a PSA seven. We got one PSA eight of the black base rookie, and we got one PSA eight of the nineteen fifty seven variation. So collectively. Um, the, the comps on those are anywhere from 275 to probably $350 is what we can expect to get from them. So at, at worst case, at least from how I read it, the worst case scenario is we get about $275 when we sell these individually, which with the eBay fees would make for $240 that we're taking home. So that would be a nice, uh, basically $50 profit. Yeah, I, I think it's a really good buy. And so the uh, next thing to talk about is, you know, what do you want to do with them? Do we want to list them immediately or wait for playoffs and see um, if there's a jump on Kevin Durant rookie cards at that point? I think it's a really good question. Uh, I think that probably if we waited till like going into the playoffs, we maybe could get a premium on them, maybe like 10% more than we could get now. The problem is with our limited total budget, if we have this basically... 20% of our full budget um, tied up in this, then it kind of limits what we can do. So to some extent, I sort of feel like we should just flip them so that we can then you know, make another purchase like this versus um, being tied down with this money. But I, I, I could see the logic of both. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think that you know, there's something called the time value of money, right? And uh, definitely, I think trying not to have our capital tied up is definitely going to be something that uh, will be helpful if we know that we can sell it at a pretty decent profit right now I say list them list them immediately yeah and I also I do have some concern about this card in particular just because it's super high population and like we've seen how base cards of uh, recent years have really tanked in the last year and I think this one has to some degree but I do think there's a chance that it continues to do so I'm looking up the pop as we talk right now um, but I do think versus a lot of other Kevin Durant rookie cards I'm a little more worried about this one like the there's well you know relative to recent cards it's not that high pop there's been about basically 5,500 of them graded total there's about a thousand of the PSA 7s and about 2,500 of the PSA 8s so those numbers are kind of high, but not relative to like a 2018 prism or something. Um, so, yeah, you know, I take back what I was saying. The pop isn't horrible for mm. for what it is. I mean, I see what you're saying for sure, but definitely when you compare it against the recent prism, it's it's no contest, really. Yeah, um, agreed. Yeah. And it's a tough, anything with a black border is really hard to grade because any sort of chipping or anything is super evident versus like a, you know, most cards have more of a light border that you can't tell as well. So um, even a PSA 7, I think, is, is pretty cool on this card because it's, it's a tough grade. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Kind of like how the die cut ones are very tough grades or a sticker card <laughs> from the, yeah, you know, exactly. those old, old FLIR stickers. 
Yeah, yeah. Or the super thick cards these days, like the, you know, National Treasures or whatever, that basically instead of having four corners, they have eight corners because it's so thick. Um, yeah. Anyway. So we made our first sale as, uh, as a podcast collective, Camden. Do you want to um, describe that? Yeah, those uh, Malcolm Brogdon, the blue spectras that Nathaniel thought were hideous, but he still bought them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, we bought three of them for $55, and we just sold one for $28, uh, $28.50 plus $5 shipping. So we're so far, we're on a pace for a, about a $20 profit here on that. Brogdon's been killing it this year. Um, I saw something where, I mean, this was probably four or five days ago, but he was second in the NBA in fourth quarter scoring this year, average. It's just incredible. I, I kind of wish more people would care. I mean, I know he's a pacer. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately they're bad <laughs> yeah i don't really understand it why are they bad i was looking miles your boy miles turner is like shooting the best he's ever shot on threes brogdon we were just talking about levert's been okay since he's gotten back Sabonis has been solid maybe not as great as expected but something just isn't quite working for that team who do you think has the most hobby value in that group is it levert i would guess Sabonis slightly over Levert slightly over Brogdon. I think they're all pretty close, though, those three. And then Miles Turner is well behind. Yeah. Yeah, it just uh, seems like kind of a forgotten team um, in a I way. Heard, um, I heard Brogdon's shooting threes really poorly, and so that's part of their problem is other than Turner, nobody's shooting threes very well. So that's kind of interesting. They need TJ Warren back to help with that, I think. Well, I think it's good that we made it for sale. We're expect to make a little profit here and uh you know can start rooting for the pacers here and maybe who knows maybe the values could go up it just seems like brogdon's one of those guys that is never really going to have a lot of hobby hobby attention compared to how good he is yeah but i'm also not he does enough of these 30 point nights where people look at the stats and they're like whoa that i think will easily sell these cards in the next do just fine on it yeah yeah all right, so uh, you want to talk about you got a bunch of cards back from SGC that were graded, eighty-seven yeah. cards, right? Yeah, I could easily talk about this for an hour. I assume <laughs> you would like to allot me less time than that. Um, uh, yeah, considerably. <laughs> <laughs> well, the world wants to know. Um, anyway, I broke it down. I, I was interested in how I did it because a lot of these things are from the '90s, from when I was a kid. So. My breakdown by decade is I sent two cards from the 50s, three from the 60s, three from the 70s, 12 from the 80s, 53 from the 90s, seven from the 2000s, and seven from 2010s. Um, my grades on the old cards obviously are terrible because like one of them was a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar rookie that I was just wanting to get authenticated. I knew I was going to be lucky to get a PSA 1, which is what I got. Yeah, um, good job. But anyway, it's cool to it's cool to have it in a case, and I mean, I think it's worth five hundred dollars now that it's graded a one. So yeah. I'm pretty sure as a kid, I bought that thing for probably like fifty bucks. Um, anyway, but my cards from the '90s are probably what I was most pleased with. All of my I got five SGC tens. They were all from the '90s. Three of them were Jordans, like a. Uh, Two of them were 97 Finests, one was a 
94 emotion card, which I actually really love that card. It's a, got a 45 jersey and it looks really cool. Um, and then probably my most shocking P, or SGC 10 was a Chris Weber 93 Fleer rookie. I just, I think I pulled that out of a, I was looking through my folders from when I was a kid and I was like, oh, that's a Weber rookie. And then I was looking at it when I was sending cards off and I'm like, wow, this is really well centered and looks great. But you never expect a card that you've had since 1993, not top loaded. <laughs> to get a 10 and it's super low pop. Let's see if I can see. Um, yeah, so there are one SGC 10. So mine is the only SGC 10. There are 96 PSAs and nine BGSs. Some of that is just, you know, it's FLIR, base FLIR. So people just aren't sending it in, but it's pretty cool that I've got one of about 105 tens in the world of this card. Um, and then what else should I discuss? Um, I did really well on my Steph Curry rookies. I, I had a studio and an upper deck, and they both got 9.5s, which is a grade particular yeah. to SGC. It's like between a 9 and a 10. Oh, um, I see. So it's, it's a little bit different than uh, uh, Beckett, right? Which... Yeah, Beckett's 9.5 is analogous to a 10. So, yeah, it's a card, it's a grade that doesn't exist with any other company. It's between Mint and Gym Mint, so I don't know yeah. what it is exactly, but I think they call it Mint Plus. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but those are, I bought two of them together for 120 last year, and now they're each worth more than $300. So, great with that. Um, anyway, I'd love to revisit this if, you know, if players come up that are of interest. Got a lot of my Kobe rookies back, which mostly I did well on. Lots of nines. I did terrible on my EX2000, which is my favorite of his rookie cards. I got a five on it. I probably hurt its value by getting it <laughs> graded. But that that brand is a tough grade. But anyway, it was fun. That's great. I really like that Kobe uh, rookie where he's got the glasses on. You had, that was one of, uh, what uh, I can't it, remember. Which, you're kind uh, of uh, blacked out on me there, for, or the sound went funny. What one were you talking about? Oh, the Kobe rookie where he has the glasses on top of his head. Uh, is that? Oh, uh, I think up, that's up, just upper the base deck. upper deck. Yeah. Uh, I think I got a nine on that one, maybe. Let's see. Ooh, speaking of which, that same card of uh, Iverson, that was one of my tens. I didn't expect that at all. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. That's a really cool haul. Uh, what were your 50s cards? Uh, one of them, I had three baseball cards that I sent off. So one was a Ernie Banks rookie because I'm a Chicago sports fan. Um, I just, again, I wanted it authenticated. So it got a one, which I was delighted with, actually. <laughs> and then my other one was, um, so this guy is not very famous, but he was the first African-American player in the NBA, Earl Lloyd. Um, so his 1957 tops number 54 got a two on it, but... I'm happy with that. It's probably worth around 100 bucks at that point, and I just think it's a cool historic Historical. card. Yeah. Huh. Wow. I didn't know that. Huh. That's very cool. Well, yeah. Shall uh, we get into these uh, Pacific Division teams? Do we have to? <laughs> yeah. Let's. Uh, here, let's run through the Clippers real fast first, because I don't think it'll take long. Um, Kawhi Leonard, um, 2012-13. Uh, he's injured for the year, so his prism, or all his cards have gone down, I think. His prism, PSA 10, is 685 to to $1,000. I love Kawhi Leonard, been the best, I mean, he's won a championship. Teams, I think, if he was healthy, I wouldn't, I would put him, them up there with any contender this year. Um, so I actually think in terms of a long-term buy, he's a great buy, but for our thing of flipping right now, unless we're holding till the playoffs, 
I don't think it makes a lot of sense, but I do think Kawhi Leonard is a great buy right now. Yeah, and then Paul George. Yeah, so he's, you know, he's actually probably like a top five MVP candidate right now. He's been great, and somehow the Clippers are playing pretty well despite no Kawhi. He's from, I think, strangely, when I've been looking at cards over the last couple of years, I think this rookie class has the worst cards available. It's kind of this weird gap between the old stuff and Panini. Um, so he's from 2010. So I put his Contenders Auto in here. The Raw goes for 80 to $185. Um, I feel like maybe he kind of bucked his Pandemic P um, thing was, last year. I thought it was Playoff P. Well, it was Playoff P, then it became Pandemic P. Maybe it's back to Playoff P, because he was pretty great last year. What, did they make it to the Western Conference Finals, right? And played pretty well against the Suns. Yeah, pretty amazing. So you said that you can get Raw even for 80 bucks. you know, the Contenders Auto. For... Yeah, 80 to 185 is what I looked at when I looked at the 130-point. Autograph card there for rookie auto card. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, so we were talking about this... This is a really good team in a lot of respects, but it's kind of one that there's not a lot of hobby interest in. It's one of those teams that has some of the least hobby interest. Uh, well, I don't know if we really should say that because it does have the top two guys. There's just not a lot of young players that really pop out at you. Yeah, agreed. You put a list of who maybe has less hobby interest, and I don't know why you put Celtics on there. Strong disagree there with their two young stars. Um, well, I, and with Time Lord, and um, yeah, I, I definitely disagree. Just Tatum himself makes it um, more than the Clippers, even, and, and when you add in Jalen Brown. No, that's fair. That's fair. I probably put, shouldn't have put them on there. But uh, I mean, some of the other people I was thinking about, uh, the other teams, the Pistons, to me, that might be the lowest of any team. Mm, you know, it's I, Cunningham, I, Cade Cunningham. Yeah, Sadiq Bey, Isaiah Stewart, yeah, Killian yeah. Hayes. Uh, some people still like Jeremy Grant. I'm I'm not one of them, but there uh, there's some interest in there. There there definitely is. The Pacers we talked about. Not a lot of super young players that are super exciting to the hobby, and then the guys that they have um, are really good players that have some hobby interests, like Sabonis and Brogdon. But you know yeah. nobody that really. Yeah, um, I think the Pacers might be our leader so far. Uh, the Raptors are an interesting team. I mean, you've got guys like Fred Van Vliet. There's some hobby interest in OG Ananobi. And I think Scotty Barnes is Scotty enough to Barnes, put them above the right. Clippers now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with, with him because he, he's so young. And Wizards are another case. Let's see. Don't they yeah, I'd co- say Wizards might be less than the Clippers as well because there's Beal and then there's like a bunch of kind of, you know, we Kuzma. were going to talk about. Kuzma. Yeah, there's Kuzma. There's... Uh, Denny Avdia, there's Rui Hachimura, but none of these guys are super interesting at this stage. Right, so you got Beal, and then I, I think they might be less than that because there's one guy, right? I mean, yeah. um, instead of two superstars with you know Kawhi and Paul George. Uh, the Rockets are an interesting one. I mean, you've got Kevin Porter Jr., and then you have uh, Jalen Green, People are really excited about those guys. Yeah, I think between those two and Christian Wood, I think there's more hobby interest just because the hobby loves youth. They are really bad. They're really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> the Thunder kicked their butts the other day. They are and really, And we thought the really Thunder bad. could only beat the Lakers. So. I, haven't they only won one game at this point, I think? I think so. Yeah, they are really bad. Uh, now, the Blazers, 
I think um, Lillard is enough. I think, well, I don't know. I, yeah, maybe the Blazers are less because Kawhi probably has more interest than, uh, than Lillard. Yeah, So and then you got CJ also, but, like, I mean, I feel like there's more hobby interest in Kawhi and um, well, You've got to get the Robert Covington RPA, bro. Oh, jeez. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> uh, Simons, right? I mean, some people yeah. are so, And then so. Nasir Little's been playing pretty well. Yeah, so there's another one. The Spurs... Yeah, I think this is a this is a really good candidate. I think there's some interest in Dejounte Murray and Keldon Johnson, but that's about it. Yeah, I guess Devin Vassell a little bit still. Yeah, but. there's a guy, yeah he's he's solid. Um, and then I you put the Jazz in here. I disagree just with Mitchell and well maybe not. It's Mitchell and no one cares about Gobert. <laughs> oh, maybe you're right. Jazz are a good call. Yeah, I think it. You know, I mean, what about Azubuki, about- man? <laughs> I just remember it seemed like every uh, card break last year that I saw, like they'd have a national treasures box, and they're like, "Oh, now it's time for RPA," and it's Azubuki. <laughs> Somebody got the short end of the stick in that break. Yeah, thanks, Panini. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the one young player of interest on the Clippers, and you just bought a card of him last week. So I what did, do you got to say was, about Terrence Mann? Well, that was my ISA nine card. Here, <laughs> <So>, A nine. <laughs> trying to disguise the that it's not PSA and that it's ISA. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I I got it ISA 9 for uh, SA 9 for $7. So, I was happy about that. Um it's a Prism rookie there. Uh so he just scored 39 points in a deciding game against the Jazz last year in the playoffs there. Uh I think yeah, I mean there's some hobby interest there and everything. Um He's a good player. People are excited about him. He's still young. You know, uh, what's going to happen long-term with him? I, I think he can put him over the jazz <laughs> as yeah, far probably. as hobby interests right there. Just because, I mean, who else is there on the jazz other than Donovan Mitchell and, you know. Yeah, that's about it. Go be- go bear, but people aren't really interested in him in the hobby. Yeah. No, I, I like Terrence Mann okay. He's from the 2019 class. His PSA 10 is going for like 20 bucks. I, I think he's more of an energy guy. I think his shooting last year was a little bit of a smoke and mirrors. I don't think he's nearly as good a three-point shooter as he looked like. But I think he's solid. I, I would be trying to sell my Prism $7, <laughs> say 9 if I were you, because I, I don't think he's ever going to be an all-star, but I like him. Yeah, um, right. and then they've well, got a bunch of like solid players with no hobby interest: right. Reggie yeah. Jackson, Marcus Morris, Luke Kennard, Nicholas Batum, yeah, all these guys. Ibaka, but there's no reason to really discuss any of those guys. Zubats. Let's get Zubats to the out. Lakers, because how much all time right. do we have, Camden? Well, have a good week, everybody. I, I it's been a really great. <laughs> um, oh, we do we? Oh yeah, the Lakers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. We have to get through this pretty fast, correct? Yeah. All right, so LeBron James, top three player all time, 2003-2004 class. Um, I put his tops rookie in here because his chrome is astronomical in prices. His PSA 10 tops rookie goes for 4000 bucks. Uh, I kind of think his prices have dipped over the last year. I kind of think he's honestly like a... What do you, like an index fund kind of purchase. Like I, I think he's actually a pretty good buy. You just hold it for ten years and you're yeah, gonna do well. Yeah. I don't know for our thing. Like first off, we don't really have the money to buy his rookie cards, but um, we're also trying to flip stuff. And it doesn't look like the Lakers are going to be a very flippable team. But I, I think in terms of like collectors or long term buys, which is the kind of thing I would do just with my own stuff. I think LeBron's actually a really good buy. I agree with that. Yeah, he's not a great flip. Um, the Lakers are kind of a mess, 
and you know, and he's been hurt um, at least some. Isn't he coming back? Yeah, I think they said maybe today. Actually, yeah. So, but yeah, long term, I just I think he's one of the best people to own for sure. So, yeah. Um, and AD, he's from the 2012 class. His Prism PSA 10 is going for 600 to 700 dollars, which I I don't know how to look because I don't have like card ladder or whatever. I should figure that out actually. But I think back when things were at their hottest, I bet this card was going for 2,000 plus dollars. Uh, but now it's 600 to 700. For me, he's you know, he's, I was looking at stats. He's just crazy good. He's probably, if there's a guy that we are going to buy on this team, it would probably be him. I'm guessing we're not going to do it, but I actually think AD's a good buy too. Uh, he's one of those guys. He's got his championship now, you know, so he doesn't have that hanging over his head. Um, I like him long-term also. And and then uh, maybe short-term, you were saying that you he's on, on your list anyway. Yeah, for sure. I I think he's a good buy. I think he's a clear Hall of Famer. People don't love big men, but the Lakers thing helps and you know, they got to once they get rid of Russ, they've got to be better eventually. Well, what about uh my favorite Laker? Are we talking about Carmelo or are you still trolling me with Russ? I'm trolling you with Russ, although actually probably Carmelo was actually my favorite Laker, uh, but I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. You're more rational than you try to act like. <laughs> He's from 2008. His Topps Chrome, Russ, we're talking about. His Topps Chrome PSA 10 goes for anywhere from around 900 to $1,500. Um, you can tell the 1500 ones were all, when I was looking back, the 1500 were the preseason, the 900 are the recent buys. So potentially he's actually a good buy for that reason because he's been so terrible that his prices have tanked a bit. Um, I don't know. He's just not a player that... I'm a big fan of. I would actually someday like. I wouldn't have guessed that. When they'd like totally flame out, which they're going to do, I would be interested in buying a Russ autographed rookie just because he, you know, he's overwhelming statistically. And I love having like one rookie of all these historical greats. But right now, <laughs> there's no reason to buy the uh, napalm that's blowing up the Lakers. <laughs> you know, this next, uh, I think Carmelo, though, is one of those good. People to you know buy and hold. I I would love to see that. You know his PSA ten for the two thousand three, two thousand four tops Chrome. That's four to five hundred bucks. Yeah, you know, no, I, I agree. I, I think I he's like an awesome. One. He's an awesome PC guy. I don't really. Do you think he's a good flip, or are you saying like? Not really a flip. No, um, I don't think the Lakers are going to do that much in the playoffs. You know, for one thing, and then playoffs. You, know. you talking about playoffs with the Lakers? No, they'll <laughs> they'll make the playoffs. I'm, although they've still had such a soft schedule and they're barely hanging in there. So, but I think with LeBron coming back, I was thinking about it though because Russ has been better with LeBron out, and he's going to go back to being horrible when he doesn't have the ball. Like he has to have the ball to have any use. Anyway, we don't have time to talk about it, but I don't think they're going to get as much better as you'd expect with LeBron coming back because it ruins any value for Russ. All right. Well, what about uh, Dwight? His 2004 Topps Chrome PSA 10 goes for about 200 bucks. I don't see a reason to buy that right now. I do think he was easily the most egregious omission from the NBA 75 list. He's There's no world in which he's not a top 75 all-time player. Um, Who would you kick off the list? I mean, I don't know. I would have to look at the list. Mm -hmm. I don't know. The thing about him, though, is he's been a role player for, for years at this point. So I think that kind of knocks him down and... In, in some aspects, but people, some people might forget he was the best player on a finals team. And uh, he was a, like, 
for me, when you look at historically great players, probably all NBA first team lists are probably the first thing to look at, which like, for example, Paul Pierce was never an all NBA first team player, which, and Paul Pierce is amazing. Dwight Howard, I think was like six or eight years in a row. He was a first team all NBA. Like that dude is a hall of famer and and an all time great. Like the, the center of a certain generation. Like, I'm sorry. He's, he's top 75, even if we don't like him, which I don't particularly like him. All right. How about uh, playoff Rondo? (laughs) Excuse me. His 2006 Topps Chrome PSA 9 was the one I could find. 20 to 33 bucks. I actually was like, man, I should buy one of those because he's kind of an interesting dude. I would be really surprised if he's not involved in the NBA for a long time. He's one of the smartest guys out there. I'm sure he'll be a coach or a GM or something. He's the greatest of all time Connect Four NBA player, which... (laughs) You got to bump up his prices a couple bucks for that. Uh, anyway, like just for my PC, this looking this stuff up made me think I should buy it, but I don't. I don't think for our thing. Yeah, we need to do anything. So, uh, wow, that's really cheap. Um, so this next player definitely has a lot of hobby interests. Um, Taylor Horton Tucker. Yeah, He's from the 2019 class. His, uh, I guess, when I was looking, he must not have had a Prism rookie, so I went with Select. His Select BSA 10 goes for. 60 to 100 bucks. He had the huge preseason hype last year and then kind of underwhelmed during the season. Nine points, three rebounds, three assists, poor shooting percentages. Got a lot of potential for sure, and he's been flashing that on and off since he got back from his injury. He's got an interesting build. He's like 6'4", but 235. Like, just, yeah, really kind of stout sort of guy, but not in a not overweight or anything. Just an interesting build. I don't know. I... I think the Lakers hype makes his prices more than I would want to pay, but he's definitely interesting. Yeah, if you had this guy on another team like the Rockets or the Pistons or something like that, I just think there would be um, no, you wouldn't have the Lakers you know. The hype with the Lakers. Yeah, the hype of the Lakers, but the thing is, he's just not able to shine as much with all these you know, Hall of Famers in front of him. Yeah. Yeah, it is hard to see how is he ever going to average, you know, even 15 points with all these dudes he's playing with right now. Right, yeah. Well, Nathaniel, I think I need to call it for right now. Um, okay. Unless there's anybody else. Well, I just to... want to briefly mention Hillbilly Kobe, Austin Reeves. He's this <laughs> undrafted rookie who's been great for them, but then he got hurt. And then I want to quickly say that I don't care about Kendrick Nunn or Malik Monk. You can fight me about it if you want, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to fight you on that. So anyway, well, have a good week, everybody. I hope uh, that uh, you enjoy your Thanksgiving. And um, with any luck, we can maybe release a couple next week. I think that'd be really good. Okay. We'll discuss that. My hand, so, yeah. All right, Camden. Good talking to you. Have All a good right. one. You too. See you in a day. Bye. Bye. Thank you.